Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from our Business Radio X studios in downtown Pensacola. And I am surrounded by, uh, I think I've been invaded by the FPRA this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. fair? That's a fair assumption? Yes. Yes? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get you. <laughs> so uh, I am surrounded by by members of, and uh, we're here to talk a little bit about um, what it's meant for them, what it does in our community, and sort of how it's played out in y'all's lives, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to let Nicole go first and uh, introduce herself. Okay. My name is Nicole Stacy. I'm the marketing director for Visit Pensacola, and I am also the chapter president. And I'm Kim Stephenson. I'm the public relations coordinator for Escambia County School District and right now VP charge of image, which is an annual competition that FPRA hosts. And no stranger to our studio. You actually get to talk this time. I get to talk this time. (laughs) Usually Kim's in the background, like writing me notes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Scott Harrington. I spent 26 years uh, in the public relations department at Gulf Power Company and retired in 2004. All right. That's a, that's a, I'm I'm interested in that stint right there because you don't get I don't meet too many people from Gulf Power, but once they're in, they're in, and it's kind of like this awesome machine that runs in the background, and you just kind of only hear little pieces of it. We have actually have uh, a lot of members of FPRA that yes. work in Gulf Power. Mm-hmm. They've got a pretty impressive a variety of individuals and talents over there. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Uh, I'm not a member of the FPRA, but I know all of you through it. We're working on it, right? We're working on it. I just got the application (laughs) in the Facebook messenger like a week ago, so don't jump me. Um, We'll take your money now. (laughs) Yes, Yes, we will. Payable in cash, right? So um, let's talk about what it is first for those that don't know. Okay. Nicole, as president, I'll hand that one to you. Okay. Well, it is the chapter for Pensacola. It's the Florida Public Relations Association. So this organization is there for students and professionals that are in the public relations realm. Um, the nice thing is, though, is you don't just have to be a ER professional. You can be in marketing. You can be in communications. We're really opening it up now because we know that these lines are starting to merge. So it's really an opportunity just for professionals that are in the communications huge realm, whatever that means, can come and join and network and hear great speakers once a month, um, meet great members that were there a while ago, but still have so much knowledge and still come and hang out with us. Um, It's a really good opportunity for jobs. So if you're looking or if an internship for a student, um, so we really just want to put ourselves on the map more in Pensacola and really showcase to the community who we are and what we can do. Right. I think one of the one of the good things about it is because the different areas of communication are coming into play now, it's a great opportunity for people who have perhaps not been exposed to public relations but are in marketing or Absolutely. advertising or whatever mm-hmm. to have a better understanding of what the public relations purpose is and, you know, all the way around. Full it's, circle. It's mm-hmm. great. So what is the public relations role? As compared as as a, as opposed to the other, uh, yeah, as compared to yeah, the cat the categories that we were talking about earlier. Um, well, for me, for me, one of the roles is we're responsible for telling the story. Like in in my case, everything right now is focused on you know education, students, teachers, schools, programs. But I 
try to do it the best I can with I, without any money. I don't really have a specific budget. So I'm really working with local media, working with local teachers to get them to tell me what they're up to <clears> so I can then hopefully entice someone to come out. And if they don't want to come out from, you know, Channel 3 is not available or whatever, then on my own, I, I'm then responsible for getting the images, the story, and, and putting the word out there. And what's also nice is, of course, you've got every one of us has a, um, a variety of audiences that we try to talk to. And the PR person really can try to coordinate that. What needs to go to the media versus what needs to go to your internal audience? What do you what do you need to be thinking about communicating now? Because the benefit will be three months from now, say, for, you know, like in our case, anything I can do to show you how cool teaching is, is going to help us with teacher recruitment sure. later on. And some of us come from very small shops. You know, I have a shop of, of one and a very, very part-time student intern. I think, Nicole, do you have many people? I have two right now i just hired a third so we're moving on up yeah yeah and we had a completely separate at gulf power completely separate marketing department and then advertising was within the corporate communications area as was uh, internal communications Mm -hmm. and the communications with the news media and uh you had a whole you had a whole team whole team yeah absolutely and it was it was great i i couldn't have asked for a more ideal setup coming, yeah. coming into the public relations. So let me ask you, does it get harder the more people you have on the team to communicate the same message across the board? Because like, Kim's a so. team of one. So, so it's like, you know where it is, right? No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Because it, you have one message. Right. And that message, you may have to communicate it in a different way to your different audiences. But, uh, no, if the message is the same, everybody should be in the same boat and uh, sharing that same message. I think sometimes the difference is how many people do you have to get something approved by before you can put the message out? You know, where um, being a small shop, but also working directly for the superintendent, deputy superintendent, I've got a a lot of uh, freedom Mm -hmm. to go and find my expert and get it put together, let the expert chop it. And as long as we've got all our facts straight, we're good to go. Right. Where in other organizations, uh, like my background was in the Navy, and a lot of times you had a lot of people that had to chop everything you wrote. Mm-hmm. And some of them feel the desire to change, you know, the happy to glad changes where they just have to make their mark on something, which can be very frustrating if you're the person trying to get it out in a sure. timely manner. And as we were talking a little bit earlier today, and we were getting warmed up for this, Speed has, uh, timing has changed so much um, with more and more social media and phones and everybody's phone has a camera. Everybody can go live on their Facebook. Yeah. Um, Uh, We're all PR at this point, aren't we? Exactly. Exactly. Where it used to be if you had, say you had uh, an explosion in a plant, uh, you could tell the media, we'll brief you in four hours Mm -hmm. or six hours and the media would wait. There, nobody's waiting anymore because now the media gets beat up by their audience. Sure. Because they're not telling the audience fast enough what happened. Everybody wants to know right now. Yeah. I think the important piece on that, though, is while we are pushed to get an answer very quickly, as PR professionals, it's our job to be honest still and to communicate the right message. So while the media can beat down our doors, and they do, um, we give them what we can, and then we fill them in as we go. Uh, Just because you don't ever want to give the wrong message, because then that's the only thing that people are going to listen to. Sure. And and let's face it, there's a lot of people out there. That's all they want, right? Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you slip up and say the wrong thing, you could spend weeks trying to fix it. So <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, it's a challenge. If you can even fix it, right? Lucky for me, I just get to sell yeah. Pensacola, so yeah. I can't say anything bad about that. Yeah, that's true. There you go. <laughs> Stacy Diggis, she got the easy way out today. <laughs> when uh, Navy, in Navy Public Affairs, the motto in, translates to uh, maximum disclosure and a minimum of delay. And I, when they first came up with that many, many years ago, I doubt they ever, ever imagined what kind of minimum they would be allowed mm -hmm. um, in the future. So it's a whole, whole that's different why world. I've been so thankful that my public relations career <laughs> encompassed the time frame that it did. Yeah. I just, I don't know that I could deal with it. It's just so, it's at warp speed now. It's a lot. And uh, I can remember when I came, came to Gulf Power, we communicated through, what was the old machines that typewriters no no no, no. <laughs> Wait, no actually <laughs> that was good that was good come on that was good <laughs> uh, um but what what were the the machines that you trans transmitted stuff from one a fax machine teletype no it was even i keep before, thinking good morning vietnam yeah. where they all just yeah, come, was come even, feeding it in off before, of the uh even before the fax machine oh. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I think, you know, um, so anyway, it was, yeah. it was not as immediate mm -hmm. as it is. And, you know, we had to trans transmit that information to all of our division offices in Panama city and in Fort Walton beach, as well as, as here. Mm -hmm. And then to the local offices as well. And now, yeah. boy, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just right there. But, you know, one of the, one of the important things about making sure that everybody is on the same page with your message and everything is making sure that your public relations person has a place at the table. Absolutely. You need to be there when the executives are making their decisions. Right. You need to have input. You need to have a handle. And that's part of your job responsibility of what this particular audience is looking for, what this particular audience is looking for, you know, and, and you can always expect somebody in the media, or at least you could back in my time for somebody to come up with something like, uh, well, Mr. Harrington, have you stopped beating your wife? You're dead no matter how you answer. Yeah. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's just crazy. It's Sorry. crazy. And I came from a, from a news background. Um, and it was, uh, it was eye opening to me coming into the public relations area, how cruel and how brutal sometimes media people sure. can be. Yeah. You know? Uh, other places there, you can count on them. Pensacola is a good example. You can count on, on the media in this town. Um, but boy, there's some other places where it's just, it's, it's, it's cutthroat, huh? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Just looking for the next, so the next you, rating. So you better be sure of what your message is and you better be sure you're saying it. Yeah. And I think correctly. they'll be really happy to know that now, because so many of those positions are <laughs> blending together, that ER person or marketing or the director, they, they are at the head of the table because you're right. They have to know the message and they Absolutely. have to know how to move forward Yes, you want your executive and your presidents and your CEOs 
thoughts and, but they're going to be the face. So you got to have them prepped and ready to go, but be by their side so that if they need anything or if anything changes, you can let them know. And, and, you know, you understand that there are certain legal aspects involved. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, from time to time, you're going to have the attorneys involved in it, but the attorneys shouldn't be crafting the message. No, (laughs) never should be crafting the message. We can't understand it if they do. Well, it's all legal jargon, right? (laughs) (laughs) You said it. (laughs) I'm allowed to say it. (laughs) It's okay. How much do you think, um, how much did the, did the FPRA kind of help you do some of that? You know, were they, has this been a a sort of a teaching entity at the same time? It's been just sort of a a group of, of, of all of the same. For me anyway, um, my introduction to FPRA was back when I was still active duty and, uh, Julie Cameron, actually, we saw her picture a little Mm -hmm. while ago. Um, she invited me to join and, uh, it gave me other PR people in town mm-hmm. to talk to, so I kind of got a better feel for Pensacola. Then I got out of PR for a while there, and then coming back in, since I am a, a one-person shop, it's nice to know that a couple of times a month I can get together with other people who work sure. in the field, who understand what I'm doing, um, who you know they already know the secret handshake, essentially, that, right. you know, that you might not have that same connection with people you work for if you're the only person. If you're part of a, a department, you have that cohort, you have that support group. But for those of us that, that don't, we need to have other people you can go to. Yeah. Contacts you can make, mm-hmm. someone you can bounce an idea off of. Uh, the training that's allowed, I know um, Scott wanted to talk a little bit about something called right. APR. So. Accredited in public relations. What does that and mean that, I'm legit? That means that you have put your reputation and your experience and your knowledge on the line and had it tested and you have you have measured up. And uh, I think that's an important thing for a PR practitioner. With without FPRA, my my career <clears throat> would not have been what it was. There are opportunities locally, you know, just individually conversations between someone who's in a similar position um, to kind of feel them out. Mm-hmm. How, how did you handle this? Whatever. Um, on a on a local. Uh, training program basis uh, where we have speakers come in and we do on at our meetings. We always have a good speaker and they share their experiences. They share how they're using particular tools. Um, so you can do it locally. You can have toolboxes locally. You also have tons of, of different uh, programs from which to choose. If you go to the state conference, the annual conference, and that's, that's just a tremendous investment in yourself and mm. in your career because there, here you have people from all across the state and the state organization brings in people from a national mm-hmm. perspective. And, um, it's, it's just been marvelous. The, the knowledge that I've gained and, uh, I am accredited and I also went ahead and, uh, the Florida public relations association has a, another, certification it's called certified public relations counselor and uh you have to have i think it's 10 years in the field before you can sit for that exam and several of us here in in the uh, Pensacola chapter Mm -hmm. have also sat for that and and passed it so that means you're you're able to to mentor and help and and get other people down the same road try to yeah that means he's a big deal 
That's what I was kind of getting at. <laughs> so. Uh, well, for me, I think it's kind of full circle. I went to UWF here, so that's kind of how I first found out about FPRA, the student chapter. Mm-hmm. I got involved there, which helped me get an internship at Visit Pensacola a long time ago, which is weird. But um, <laughs> And then I actually got my job in Houston, so I moved, and they don't have an FPRA. So I just kind of fell out of the organization. But as soon as I moved back, for my previous job out at the beach, I joined again and now as a professional. So that allowed me opportunity to sit on the board and take leadership roles, which led me to then get involved with the state level Mm -hmm. and that state board. And then all of the other chapters that we have in Florida, which is just a wealth of knowledge because you'd be amazed how many other cities in Florida deal with the same things that we're doing. Sure. You think? Yeah. So, um, it's just so helpful because now you can pick up the phone and you can call someone down in Tampa or Orlando and say, Hey, how did you guys kind of mm-hmm. handle this? Because I'm kind of struggling. You know, the Pensacola area hasn't really seen this, but maybe you guys have because you're a little bit bigger. So it's really helped me networking, progress in my career and just know exactly what PR is because yeah. it changes every day. So this kind of helps you keep up to speed. Yeah. See, and that's not to say that there aren't public relations organizations elsewhere. There's right. public relations society of America, but I venture to say Florida is probably the state that has the most number of chapters and has the most involvement mm-hmm. on the part of public relations practice practitioners within the state. Um, you know, you look on this on the state board right now and, and there's got to be somebody on there who's, you know, uh, does the same thing that you do right. and somebody there that does the same thing that, that I do. And Nicole brought up the point about uh, internships. And I think that's been uh, a great impetus toward expanding the number of public relations professional positions mm-hmm. that we have here in Pensacola. And Eileen Perigo was responsible oh, yeah. for for that. Uh, students got internships not only here, but even some of them internationally. Mm-hmm. And we've had, had some folks leave for some pretty good jobs yeah. elsewhere in the country. And it's nice because then you call them and you say, you were in Pensacola, <laughs> so come down and speak for us. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. So, so if you had to leave... One piece of advice for those that are in the organization now or those that are thinking about going into it. Mm-hmm. Right? Very good. Okay. Yes, yes. We're getting closer <laughs> what would it to be? getting this check. Take, <laughs> take advantage of the learning opportunities that are available. Yeah. Gain as much knowledge about different situations from as many different people as you can because the same perspective may not be held by everybody right. who's in that. You know, there may be somebody working at another electric utility company that they come at it from a little bit mm-hmm. different angle than I did. Uh, mine, my experience comes from an electric utility that's um, investor owned. There are others that are um, city owned or state owned or yeah. municipal. So, you know, there, there's a little bit different perspective on it, but uh, I take advantage of the opportunities that are out there, including uh, state conferences and mm-hmm. and uh and they're even what do we what do we have the where we go online 
Oh, the webinars? Uh, the mm-hmm. webinars. <laughs> Sorry about that. I've been out of this for a while. And now, with your membership, you have access to all of those webinars, the upcoming right. ones and the archived ones. Because we have nothing else to do. No exactly. Yeah. I say that's one of the advantages of having a young intern is that they know how to log on to all of those yeah. things yeah. and keep you up they to date. They can kind of breathe you on them, huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of curious, Scott. This town, to me, one of the other big things that we hear about in Pensacola is entrepreneurship and the encouragement of people like you who have started many businesses yes. um, to start businesses. And I don't know if people automatically put PR into that initial business plan, what what would you tell them? Put PR into the initial business plan. <laughs> yeah. I mean obviously, obviously we would, but I mean but I mean what are what are some of the you know, someone who's listening to this sure. right now, I mean, what are some of the things that we could tell them that might steer them toward realizing how important it is to put that at the front of your mind instead of thinking, oh yeah, and then someday I can get to that. Well I I think first and foremost is image. In your name, selecting your name for your organization, somewhere it has to say what it is, what it's about, what you're mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because if if people have a false image about what you do, what to do, you, you know, yeah. what it is. Because here is pretty plain business radio X. It's that's uh, yeah, we're in, it, we're in yeah. the business it's of there. business, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and, but I hate to tell you, but Catalyst Group. Yeah, so that one's that that's a little different for us to talk about, but you know, so if I can jump in here, but w- there's branding, there's marketing, and then there's PR, as mm-hmm. as I understand it completely. Branding is choosing the the thing that's going to stick with them, right? The logo, the the look, the color, who you are, what you do, the embeddedness, right? And then there's two different kinds of branding, even on top of that. And then there is the marketing, which is how you're going to get your your where you're going to, I guess, advertise your message. But then what I'm hearing here is that there's the constant everyday dealing with how to translate that message, how to apply it to whatever's going on around you, how to um, ensure that it stays clean, clear, and and, and reputable. Uh, that's the PR piece, right? And I can tell you right now, in two of the two of the five companies that we started, those were not even that it was not even in the forefront, and it came back to bite us in the butt. So as an entrepreneur. You got to think about these things all day long. You do. And I know there's a lot of uh, information and articles out there right now about the you know, current shopping <clears throat> trends. People want to know that they're investing their money, whether they're investing or even just buying a product from mm-hmm. a company, that the company has something good at their core. Yeah. That it's a company that, you know, we'd love to buy something where we know you buy a pair of shoes and a free pair of shoes goes to someone that needs one. Yes. You know, that, that kind of thing. And I think, that's something else that maybe people need to think about is part of your message is not just what you put on a billboard, but who you are. what do you truly That's do? Right. Yeah. Are you out in the community helping? Yeah. Are, you know, are you donating Gosh, Mona, your time, Mona would be money, et cetera? So happy smiling right now. So Mona calls <laughs> yeah. it brand. I mean, she, this is what ID group does. Um, and it's helped us a lot with was, was the branding from the core is who you are and what you do. So embedded in actually who you are and what you do. And Mona actually works with us too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're all, uh, and, and there's something in that that really grabbed me and I think myself and Calvin, but that I've watched a lot of other people sort of not have, right? And PR would be a way to do, yeah. to talk about that on a daily basis or make sure that people know that. things about Pensacola that obviously you can always help sell when you're talking to people is what a giving community we yes, are. Absolutely. Yeah. 
how many events we have that are fundraisers, how yep. many people volunteer time, material, manpower, yeah. sweat equity, you know, all of those things to help somebody else in our community. But making sure that your audience knows that you've done mm-hmm. that is also right. part of PR. Right. So let me give you a prime example. So yesterday we were doing, uh, I was, I was, I was stunt double, which was really weird, <laughs> but the, the film crew, um, out of LA, was talking about last night, last night at probably about 1030, we had to go down to O'Reilly's and they bought down by Bubba's sweet shop where we were going to drive the golf cart down and they had the fire department had to come out and wet the roads. So it makes commercials look good. Apparently it, it has just rained in every commercial you've ever seen where a car's on a road. It just <laughs> rained. It just got done raining. So, so they wet the roads and stuff, but the two, the, the gentleman from Oakley and the, the other uh, director from the film crew was like, you know, this town is so awesome. They didn't charge us for this. We just called them and the fire department met us down there. The police department met us down there. They sprayed the road and didn't, they hung out and they ate some pizza with us and like just stood and made sure that everything was cool. And they were saying, you know, had we done this anywhere else, it would have cost a million dollars. If this had been some Under Armour shoot somewhere else, it would have cost us so much money because the city would have charged for this and people would have. Uh, Maybe we don't want to tell the city this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told them, I was like, you know, you need to tell somebody. I say, yeah. because people don't realize that and we'd love to have more production crews here doing more Absolutely. kinds of film and stuff. Especially, I think it's just in the nature yeah, of, of, of who we are. Northwest mm-hmm. Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, and I told, need I to said, share as, the good stuff, yep. the happy stuff. Exactly. That usually doesn't get shared the most. Exactly. So, and, yeah. You know, with, with uh, Gulf Power or any utility company in, in the state of Florida, um, we get praise heaped on us when we – restore power, mm-hmm. you know, within three or four days after a hurricane. Sure. You get dumped on when you go in for a rate increase. Mm-hmm. Your story has to be consistent. You have to understand, your audience has to understand that there is good, that nobody likes to have the, their rates increased, but it's for their benefit for increasing <clears throat> and strengthening the system. Yeah, the you world know? still has to yeah. spin, right? And and that that strengthening of that system the next time a hurricane comes through could very well mean your downtime is going to be half of what it mm-hmm. was the last time. You know, and then of course there are just tons of other things that, that the employees of Gulf Power are, are involved with. So, you know, you're right, you have to share your your good things mm-hmm. that you're doing. That's yeah. gotta be put yeah. out in the community. It's gotta be a constant reminder. You know, you you don't have to have to stretch it when it's when it's true it's there it's yeah. showing and as you say you know there's so many different organizations that that give their time and they give their money um in this community it's it's amazing yeah. i think every weekend there's something where you can go and contribute you know 10 15 20 dollars for mm-hmm. a ticket or sign up to, yep. to or volunteer you know, for, for a run or a walk or whatever and you know <clears throat> you're doing something good you know you're doing something good so as a matter of fact, right after this, we'll do Calvin and I have started What's Up Pensacola. And so we've started trying to kind of compiling all of that stuff so that people know just we're, we're doing our own PR, <laughs> I guess. But uh, there are so many things going on here. And so uh, Calvin, who is new to the area, he's only been here for about a year, has no idea what some of these things are. I've been here for, you know, ever. So it's great to be able to um, explain to him what's what. I look at Angels in Our Midst, yep. the mm-hmm. show on yes. TV. And goodness sakes, it's yeah. behind the scenes. There's just so many great things that are being done by so many people. You yeah, know, and 
It sounds like we need more PR people. Well, <laughs> we, we need we more need people to, to tell our story. That's exactly go. what I was there you go. Yeah. More people to tell our story. Yeah. Well, part That's of it, great. too, I don't know if you guys have encountered this, is, is when you are in my position, we had not had a PR person for a little while in the school district. And so when I first started, a lot of the people that I work with you know, internally, when it's like, okay, I'm going to bring the, a TV crew to your school. And they're like, what? Nope. Wait, wait. You know, yeah. and they're so nervous and so uncomfortable with it because in their mindset, the media. I'm oh, sure they're thinking rea- they're reality TV show. Yeah. Or- and almost 99% of the time, you know, they by the time we're done, they've had a great time. Mm-hmm. They're ready to do it again. They'll call me two weeks later with another story idea because you know they got they saw the benefit of sure. their families getting to watch the news and, and see what's happening. But what we also need is for the local public to tell the media that they want those good news stories. Yeah, sure. and the PNJ now can tell when you click on an article how long you stay on that article. Yep. They have a mathematical formula for figuring out if you really <laughs> read the whole thing or if you dumped out a paragraph in. Mm-hmm. They might play with the lead or the headline, see if they get a little more interest. And if it still doesn't get interest, then your article just sort of disappears into the into the you know the archives someplace. So it helps us if the people in town would, when they have the chance, you know, tell the media that you know what they appreciate the good news stories. Mm-hmm. That, you know, the sensational bad news stories, yeah, okay, they're juicy. But the ones that make you feel good, the angels in our midst kinds of, of features that we're used to with Sue Strong, we need people to tell the media they want more of yeah. that. Well, which also yeah. brings us into something that all of you were talking about earlier was, you know, with social media these days, maybe you don't have to worry about whether your article falls off the archives in P&J, right? Because you can keep shooting it back out. But then that also brought in the subject of, is social media really now your PR or yes. is it your advertising or your marketing or is it all of it? It's, it's a big piece of it at least. Yeah. yeah. It's a big mix of a little bit of all of it. Yeah. And that's good, but then it can also be kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to monitor it, right? Mm-hmm. That's the tricky part. If you, if you don't have someone dedicated to watching it, like it's fascinating to watch companies sometimes when um, someone goes on their website and they're not happy and then kind of look to see how quickly do they react? How do they react? And they certainly don't want to just take that negative comment down because somebody saw it and they're going to mm-hmm. notice that it went away and then you get bashed for taking it away. So you have to be ready to actually reach out and say, you know, Hey, call me on that and sure. you know, see if you can't get them to hopefully come back later and say, wow, I'm really impressed. I got a response yeah. and it was a, and we've got it resolved now so that you then again, look like, you're so you think right it's thing. you think it's more beneficial just to be wide open from the beginning? Yes. Like if yeah. I've got any negative comments, we'll handle them right there in front of everybody. I you need so. to like because not? you're standing up for your brand. Sure. You're standing up for your reputation. People make mistakes. We're human. Businesses yes. make mistakes. It happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my week. <laughs> and, and, well, and sometimes you can kind of watch like the way our page, mind you, my personal. Um, it's not my, I have my personal page. And I have my, my school page mm-hmm. that I maintain the PR page. You can't comment on the page, which um, was something it helped set up for us. Cause sure. I don't have an extra person to sit and watch sure. that all day long. But then Mr. Thomas has purposely <clears throat> left his personal page open. You can comment. And when we announced that we're going to not close schools cause the weather's bad, he gets slammed mm-hmm. with every person who wanted to sleep in the next day. And what's <laughs> nice yeah, yeah. But what's nice is then the counter 
he almost doesn't. He can just sit back and wait, and mm-hmm. probably not have to respond. And let the, uh, let the because somebody else will come on and say, you know, yeah. look, the common sense response to this was, and you know, leave them alone. And so right. it's kind of fun to see someone, you know, build up your boss, but it's hard sometimes, sometimes to not respond. Sure, sure. Because that's you know human nature. I hate yeah. to think yeah. of someone having to sit and monitor all of those things in this day and age, because I know we had one person dedicated to looking at newspaper clippings mm-hmm. about mm. the utility industry mm-hmm. and about the company. And I know how much time that you should see it. There's oh, monitors oh, everywhere and yeah. different pages yeah. pulled up and you're just watching. I mean, even thank so now, you, <laughs> thank you Lord for yeah. putting me in PR yeah. when well, I was. Now there's a whole industry Gosh. of companies that that's what they do. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, back then there yeah. were too. There were Set clipping services. No yeah. Well, stuff. in this day and age too, it's so big brother when you look at digital ads and social yeah. media and how you target things and the pixels you can put on everything. So you really do have to pay attention to multiple pages and sites because Keith's going to get served something completely different than mm-hmm. I'm going to get served. But then if it's the same message, but he's commenting on what he feels and has seen and believes, but I'm commenting differently, like how do you handle all of mm-hmm. that? So that's why I think allowing for the message, being honest, responding when you can. I mean, if you did something wrong, then own it and apologize yeah. and move on. Yep. Yep. I would agree. Yep. Life goals. That is a, that is a life lesson. <laughs> That's I, your I number one you. life goal. In it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. If we could get people to teach kids that mm-hmm. as early as possible mm-hmm. and then model it as adults, um, that would help a lot. Yeah. Just, you know, when you mess up, say, oh, man, I messed up. Yeah. How do I fix Own it? it? Do it. Fix it. Move on. Yeah. So, yeah. Holding yeah. grudges is not healthy. Yeah. Well, and public opinion yeah. will go away as soon as something else happens. Exactly. So. That's true. Yeah. Uh, it's only, yeah. yeah. So we used to say this in the chef world is you're only as good as your last meal. Right. right? And that's, and that's <laughs> so the yeah. truth. Well, next week we are celebrating the 60th anniversary of the Pensacola chapter. Mm-hmm. We're having a luncheon next Thursday. I want to know what they're having for lunch. Lasagna. Yeah. See, all right. Yeah. See, now that gets me yeah. before any okay. subject matter. <laughs> and, and we'll even let you go home with a free lunch. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we want you to come, but, and Scott can't come. Yeah. So one of the things I was hoping to ask Scott today is if you could be there next week, oh man of wisdom. And make sure you speak you clearly yes. into the microphone for this because yeah. we are going to totally take the sound light and yeah. video. <laughs> what would you, what would you tell us if you could be with us next Thursday? I would tell you that I was blessed to have a great, great career in the public relations field. Um, when I jumped the fence from broadcasting and I was in broadcasting for 11 years, I really had no idea what public relations was all about. But, uh, I came to Gulf Power and at that point, the PR shop was rather small. And, uh, I was very fortunate to have a couple of people there who took me under their wing and mentored me and guided me into the paths of, of FBRA. And, um, got reinforcement by, again, through FPRA with, uh, submitting projects that we had done. Um, perhaps, uh, an, an, a newspaper article or a speech or an internal communications piece. And you have it judged compared to other same mm-hmm. projects around the state. And when you're successful, 
at those. I mean, that's just interesting to you. And you want to do better. You want to continue that track. And um, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel that I have been extremely, extremely blessed by the people that I have worked with and served with here in Pensacola. Got some great people. We talked about Eileen Perigo. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, Rick Scott out of the university, who is just another excellent teacher. Um, you know, and, and there are people who have, have gotten involved uh, really on a state level. I served a couple of times on the state executive committee. Nicole is serving on the state mm-hmm. board. Right now, I served on that. You you serve on the state board if you're the local chapter president mm-hmm. and membership chair. Um, but get involved. Get out there and say, okay, you're going to have a roast of so-and-so. How can I get involved? What can I do to help? Uh, I know uh, at least one person who was contemplating leaving and I encouraged her to jump into something and she got involved with it and she just went head over heels. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you only get out of something what you're willing to invest in it. Sure. Sure. And, you know, if, if you put your whole heart into a career, you can be blessed as I was with this. And I have been, I have been so honored, um, there's been a scholarship established in in my name, uh, also one for Eileen, mm-hmm. and uh, I was also recognized by the state with the Lieutenant Colonel John Dillon Award, which was a result of a nomination by my chapter mm-hmm. here. And uh, you made know. it on Business Radio X. I mean, I don't, I don't know what and, else you need. Well, that's, that's right. That's the pinnacle yeah. of your career, <laughs> right there, man. <laughs> the greatest honor <laughs> of my life was to appear on Business Radio. I'm X. so using so, that, by the way. So <laughs> anyway, but uh, no, I take advantage of the opportunities that are out there. Uh, put your put your knowledge and your career on the line. Test it. See see how you yeah. how you measure push up. yourself yeah yeah and uh, and you'll uh, it'll be worth the investment I promise you very cool well we're getting to the uh, the end of our time here Nicole would you like to tell us where anybody that might be interested uh, about the FPRA can go yeah you can check us out on Facebook FPRA Pensacola or FPRA Pensacola dot org for our website. Um, you can look me up on Facebook, message me, talk to me. Mm-hmm. I can answer any of your questions. She'll um, answer Facebook before the phone. I, can I will. <laughs> I definitely will because I'm meetings, watching it. Meetings yeah. are open. Yeah. Meetings are open. So bring anyone that you'd like. If you have friends in the business and you're like, hey, I think you should go to this. I think you might benefit from it. You know, it's the greatest blessing for us to have someone's employer that's on board. Mm-hmm. So if they support it, then there's no reason why you shouldn't get involved. Scott stole the words right out of my mouth. You get in what you put into it. Sure. So it's just like any organization. If you want to go full-fledged and get involved, you're going to get a lot out of it, and hopefully you enjoy all of it, but make it your passion. Awesome. I want to thank all of you for coming in today. Thanks for having thank me. You. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, you guys. So you all can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook, or you can find us on our website at pensacola.businessradiox.com. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Mm-hmm.